0: Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at racesrecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag racesrecap. and we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Jen, we missed you. How you doing, Jen?
1: Doing well. We got a 14-foot Christmas tree today, so.
0: Oh, holy moly. Ha- <laughs> How, how does one transport a 14 foot Christmas tree
1: <laughs> of pickup truck.
0: <laughs> hanging off like seven feet <laughs>
1: right. yeah, we'll uh, drive close to us, but we made it.
0: And unfortunately, Joey Cavino still shows up. We don't know why. No, what's up, Joey? How are you? You
2: know, just ready to eat some crow. in, in my defense, in my defense, I am horrible. It, uh, cast assessments always happen. probably always will be so is that me too so bad
0: <laughs> and I, you know what
2: i am so happy so happy that i was wrong on this because yeah. i'm moving to idaho to hang with these guys they're the funniest best yeah.
0: guys ever joel and-, and garrett the finest beard and mustache crew we've ever had on the amazing race welcome to the show <laughs>
3: Thanks Thank guys. You. Thanks for having us. And we'll take you, Joey. We'll take you with open arms.
2: <laughs> uh, just you know what? I want to know when you guys are going to start your new careers as life coaches because I'm first on the list. And <laughs> I just when you when you guys are talking, I'm just pacing my living room, walking back and forth, get, taking life advice from you guys because it's awesome. And I you know the. A lot of the her- life
4: advice that we give, you could also get from Rocky. I don't know if you noticed that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a little Rocky quote in the last episode. Oh, they, I never thought they would leave in, but they managed to leave it in.
0: It's only because it was was short enough that they wouldn't have to pay any rights for it. You know, you didn't give the whole monologue and go into it. That's how winning is done. All right. (laughs) But I love it. It's one of the best quotes from any of his Rocky films. It's from the film Rocky Balboa. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. Holy cow. The chat is popping off today. Let's give a couple shout-outs. Steve Allen with the solid 1999 dollars weekly donation. The rock star that you are. But, of course, Ray Fletcher has got a one penny up you and donate the $20. So thank you, crew, for constantly supporting uh, the show. We really appreciate you. And I hope that we give you your money's worth here on the show. Speaking of money's worth, you just recently broke another world record. Tell us about it.
3: Uh, I broke two world records last week. Um, Excuse me. Broke... Sorry. Two world records. <laughs> I mean, let's not change it. Uh, I don't know which one you were referring to. So I broke the world record for most pipe cleaners in a beard on Tuesday, and I broke the world record for most candy canes in a beard on Saturday.
0: Now, don't take this the wrong way. You have an awesome beard, but it doesn't look like you have like scruffy. like it's like join together enough to hold stuff or like I've seen people with longer beards is there a technique or a skill or is it just like dealing with the pain
3: it's all about the skill it's not about the you know it's the size is not what's important it's about how you use them, <laughs> I found because yeah I don't have the biggest beard in the world but I have developed a technique for holding stuff with it for building a structure in my beard. how so, many were yeah. in there
2: pay attention here James Earl pay attention take notes. Yeah, and I'm so, I'm in so. He's just,
0: He's just getting started. He's just getting started.
1: James Beard really candy has candy. come in over the last few years. I'm telling you.
3: He's going to be giving me a run for my money soon.
1: James <laughs> <Gabriel> hasn't <laughs> since know. The third grade. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was the candy cane record was 187 yep. candy canes, Jesus. and uh, the pipe cleaner record was 1150 pipe cleaners. Holy,
0: holy moly dude that's so awesome we set a world record for longest kiss on live television was the one that we did when we were on a morning show so we we got we got a morning show to to sit there and uh, kind of have a live kiss going while they were doing their whole show it was up in the corner of the show so that's the that's the only world record that I, i've been a part of how many world, world records you, do yeah. you hold
4: if he wants to break that record i don't want to be involved first oh, well, we could just say we can let me yes. just put that
3: out there yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got so these were my 14th and 15th world records hell yeah so um, they're all for holding stuff in my beard toothpicks chopsticks golf tees beard <laughs> yes. ornaments forks uh if there's a record for holding something in a beard i i have almost all of them
0: mm-hmm. wow well congratulations <laughs> I'm so intrigued I mean, by this, I mean, Justin. Like, we may not be scary. able to
1: talk about the re-raise
5: anymore. This may be the end of all of
1: this. Yeah, we're just talking about holding things in in beards now. The rest
0: of the show. <laughs> Gary, my favorite topic. You're like, gonna have to start, start. You're gonna have to start that? the holding stuff in in mustache records.
4: Yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna train me on how to put the toothpicks in my mustache. Um, I was waiting until it had been a full year of the mustache. That We just passed a year, so I think I'm ready to start the training
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Some more <old laughs> Rocky. Here we go. Here we go. Some old Rocky quotes. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, thank you for joining the show. We really appreciate you. I've been wanting to have you on all season, and I was hoping that we can extend it to further on, further on, further on down, hoping you would make the finale. But I didn't want to wait till next week. I wanted to get you guys on because I love this final three. I've never seen a final three I've never seen three teams on one season have the relationships that you three have friends. I could see not fighting that much because you guys are friends. You guys been in the military. You guys have a, a tremendous amount of respect for each other. So I can understand that a father, son, I could see how that could trigger so many easy fights, but they have an incredible relationship brothers. I cannot believe how how brothers don't <laughs> fight. I got five brothers and I can't be in a room with any of them for 10 minutes without getting to an argument about something. Uh,
3: we have five brothers too, and we we fight as well. The six of us, we we mean we we have a pretty good relationship, of course. Now, but growing up, man, all we did was fight. What, what... I have four myself, and I had to
4: defend myself because I was the small guy back then. <laughs> now I'm the biggest one of them all. But when I was a kid, man, I I had to find like tools, like I have to pull out like a bat or something to protect myself. So,
0: <laughs> well. Uh, this is a, has been an incredible season, one of the best casts that uh, ever in the history of the race, uh, and I'm glad to have all of you as part of the Amazing Race family. All right, so I heard you had some beef with Joey. Before we get into our recap, tell him why he's an ass. So, you know, it was, I think, around episode
4: three, it was in the Vietnam leg, and he said something, and ever since then, every night I fall asleep just thinking Joey Covino. <laughs> Are you rubbing your beard no, when no you one. say how your mustache? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so if you recall, Strasser and I both read some letters from our kids.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yes.
4: That you know whether or not that was put up by production, and and Joey called BS on it, and he said no, that had to have been put on by production but here's what i'll say it was not by production the day that we read those letters i said the envelope said open this on a day that you feel might be important or or whatever i said it was actually on father's day the envelope actually said open this on father's day our kids snuck those letters into our bags uh. in preparation for father's day and so that's why we opened them that day and read them on that day was because it was on father's day
3: but, of course, when we arrived in L.A. at the start of the race, they searched our bags yeah. and found them immediately. We didn't know they were in there. They they gave them back to us. They said, once they went through and made sure there was no secret language codes or something inside of them, they, they gave them back to us and said, you can open these on Father's Day, but we we might want you to open them on camera. And so that's what we did. Okay.
1: That's so okay. freaking
2: okay. huge. That's
1: okay. awesome.
2: <laughs> Fuck. I, I feel so long right now. I could skydive <laughs> off a dime, all right. <laughs> when I have an opinion, as you guys know, I'm very opinionated. I never back down from my opinions. I, I usually give great thought into them. They might, they don't usually agree with. A lot of people don't agree with them, a lot. Um, but here, I uh, <laughs> one, especially being a father. One hundred thousand percent sorry, sorry, sorry,
1: sorry. You have no idea how great yeah, a
2: sorry from Joey is either. I have. <laughs> I, I, throw myself, no. I throw myself on the mercy of the facial hair, and <laughs> only beg forgiveness.
0: <laughs> you are forgiven. <laughs> Jen, there you You weren't you weren't too uh, too high on the uh, the beard and the mustache crew in the beginning. Neither were you, you James know. zero it
5: was the pre-assessment show (laughs) i said that no one knows anything about these players after episode one i said i was likely wrong and then i continued to say it
0: what about you
1: jen i'm saying now i was wrong (laughs) i was very 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 wrong i underestimated both of you and it's funny i was actually planning on saying that today whether I didn't know you guys were gonna be here. So I'm glad that you're here because I can say it to your face. I was horribly wrong. You guys have run a great race and have been highly entertaining along the way, so. Yes. yes. Very. Thank you. Joel, so dear, I want you to know, movie? I
5: understand where y'all's coming from. I did not make it as far as y'all did, but like the pre-assessment, everyone had me and mom out first. They're like, why are these people- Same here? with me. So they are out. Like, they may not even make it to the airport. So like, I know how that feels um and i I always hate the pre-assessment shows for that reason
3: isn't it hard to guess i mean it's it's impossible we we were looking at the other the other teams when we were at, um, at the hotel before it started you know you can't talk to them but we're trying to like get an idea of them it is so hard to tell for example alexandra and sheridan they went out first we had them pegged as the dominant team when before like leading to the start, you know, it's just, it just shows you how hard it is to tell.
0: Hmm. All right. Sorry. That? No. Yeah. This is an open <laughs> discord. So I didn't lock the room. I could, I could, You know, people can jump in the room at any time. I I guess I should lock it. (laughs) Uh, Yes.
5: No. It's really hard. Although seeing them race, there there is no way. There is no way. But
2: even you know, Justin, didn't I have them like middle of the pack?
0: (laughs) Uh, No, you had. uh, uh, Okay. Oh, do you want to know? Do you really want to know? Yeah. Yeah. I I will just
5: tell you. I'm I'm 99% sure I had y'all first three out. But we had to choose someone, and we didn't know anything about them. <laughs>
4: Just, you know, you know, I I don't I don't blame you to be honest with you, because leading up to this whole thing, you know, Strasser and I had all the confidence in the world. The second that first leg started, and we saw the other teams, I would have probably picked me for one of the first few teams out.
2: Yeah, you know what it is, boys. Like you guys are so laid back, and as yeah. it went on, like two, three, four, I was like, these guys. If I didn't have you on, I'm like, they're gonna be out because they don't they don't it doesn't seem like there's like a drive or an effort, but then when you get to episode six, seven, eight, it's like, and I think I said this as part of my ERA, that like each group has this specific relationship that only works for them. And with you guys, I don't see any other group going anywhere, any other any other team going anywhere, running the type of race that you guys have thus far. It's, it's almost like this lackadaisical type of approach where you're like, yeah they don't really don't care if they there but now, I, think I think it's, it's more of like a smolder
5: joey like they have the fire but it's not like the burning bright fire yeah
2: but like, like remember when, when they thought they were out they were just having fun with it and then they just they and then they just started going I, I mentioned that in our podcast i'm like wait a minute these guys like when they slow down and they just like you know what we're here for it then you see them start really going forward and i kept seeing that every week and it was it's and I'm like, no, you, you just kind of start rooting for him a little more, a little more. Like, these guys can actually do this. It's amazing. It's awesome to see. I will say that the night that
4: we thought we were out, when we got to the hotel in Germany, we emptied out half our bags. Mm-hmm. We just left half our bags in the hotel room. At that point, we were like, okay, we can't do that again. We've got to lighten up these bags and, and be able to push even faster, which I'm not. fat. I mean, the whole time, Dross was treating me like I was Steve and he was Anna Lee, you know, saying, come on. Oh, I
3: told him <laughs> Come on, Smythe, more times than Annalise said, come on, Dad. But that doesn't make good TV, so you never heard it.
4: And he often gets mistaken for a redheaded southern cute girl. And so (laughs) I'm surprised people didn't tear him
3: apart. Yeah. Um, The other thing, back on this subject, um, you all know there is so little that you have control of in The Amazing Race. Everything's outside your control, except as far as I know, the only thing inside your control is is your attitude. And we knew that going in. I mean, we knew that let's control the one thing we can control. And so we decided that's how we're doing it. We're controlling the attitude and it worked for us. Um, Yeah. There's frustrating parts, of course, like there's even, there was a part in this Ireland episode that just happened where I got ticked off and you only got, you got a tiny little piece of it, but because you didn't see the context, you didn't even know that I was all annoyed, but like 90% of the time we just let stuff fall off because there's no sense dwelling on it. There's no sense. All it's going to do is hurt you. If you dwell on those negative things, like that's, that's life.
0: Yeah. That makes was sense. It navigation
3: just, In the car.
2: When you said, let's just keep the navigation. That you was know, it. That was, yeah.
3: that was it. And you probably yeah. know why it was because the camera crew kept asking us questions. Yeah. And, and so
4: I was trying to look at the map at the time and navigate us to the next location. And that's when they started asking me questions. Mm. And so, I'm trying to answer the question while I'm still trying to read the map, and and yeah.
3: So and I was like, like need directions? Can we?" I was I was starting to get frustrated. I was like, "Any directions? Can we focus on the navigating, please?"
0: Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that's the smart thing to do. I just can't control it. I wish I had that control. I I can't. It's hard. I I express Amazing. myself either facially or through the tone. I don't know how to shut this down. I. It's one of my biggest weaknesses in life. Uh,
3: yeah. It, there's another part of this too. And, you, and one of you just uh, touched on it. It works for us. If I, so my wife and I are huge fans of the amazing race. We watch every season. I could not do this with my wife. We would get divorced before the end. of. Night one. <laughs> it, absolutely. Um, I don't know. Smythe, could you do this with Danielle? No, no.
4: My, my wife would not like this at all. She, she gets competitive and if she doesn't win or if she doesn't, if it isn't the fastest one, she, she might get a little upset about that and, and I mean you know we can work together in certain aspects but other aspects you know it's better for us to have our space to, to work things yeah. out. Jen this, you, you this... see
0: you seem to be the most level headed your husband seems to be in incredible shape he's always out and about with you doing these backpacking things you guys travel a lot would you be good on the race together? Wait who are you asking Jen
1: No oh, sorry. <laughs> it, we would be we we would make great television but it would be Nasty, like really? people's impression of me would probably be very different if I ran re- if I was on the the race with my husband. That said, I think our skill sets are really good, and yeah. that we could do well. But it would not be pretty. It would be You'd a lot win, would,
5: but you have the villain. Figuring...
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it would not. I mean, maybe not quite villain because I think we're both really personal and, and like personable and how we get along with other people. But yeah, like you would we'd be at each other's throats a little bit.
0: Joey, you're newly married, in the honeymoon stage, doing it like rabbits. Would you be able to focus on the race together? What's going on? Talk talk about it. Could you run with your new wife?
2: I think we could, and I, I wouldn't say that about any other person. It's just cuz we we complement each other so well and we have such different skill sets. She went to Zoomass for dancing. Uh, she's a surgical nurse, so she's very intelligent and she can dance. She can move on. And she knows when to like back off me and kind of keep me in check, rail me in, which not a lot of people can do. And she understands when I just need to go off and vent when a lot of people are just like, you're insane. Go sit in the corner. I, I, I would love, love to do it with her and be on the race. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's get into it uh oh yeah let's uh we'll go into top three real quick we'll go into these uh so james earl you had robin Corey, steven Lee, greg and john so yeah you had three of the top four uh but you did not have uh our guests here on the bottom three you had uh andrea and malena uh elizabeth and ariana and alexandra and sheridan so oh
5: they weren't in my bottom three
0: yay <laughs> so they weren't in your bottom three jen on the other hand had Jocelyn and Victor, Robin, Corey, Todd, and Ashley. So she still got one in, but bottom three, she had Joel and Garrett, uh, Andrea and Melania, uh, Alexandra and Sheridan. Uh, I had Robin, Corey, Todd, and Ashley, Joel and Garrett, top three. Uh, Jocelyn and Victor, Joe and Ian, Andrea and Melania, bottom three. Um, so that was uh, pretty good. Uh, where's Joey's? I don't know why you're not on here, Joey.
1: Wait, were you? They, you were on the cast assessment. Oh, yeah, that's probably Oh, the I did mine a second week.
2: I did mine a second week. Yeah,
0: I'll have to go into Yeah, that's I'm why you're not in these week. notes. <laughs> uh, Joel and Garrett. Boys, I had you right up there.
2: Right up there the whole time, boys. Yeah,
0: i, yeah, going. He's like, I got it
1: going.
0: A- as I'm looking for mean, the notes, yeah. tell us, is there anything that you wish they would have shown that they haven't shown? All the time. Like, yeah. every episode.
3: <laughs> I guess if I want to, just to put it simply... I believe they allowed our personalities to come out in the later episodes, but Mm -hmm. they were there the whole time. Like we were, we've been doing the same things and saying the same things and acting the same way the whole race. But there were a lot of episodes at the start and I I get it. There's a lot of teams and we selfishly want our (laughs) airtime, but we, we didn't get much airtime early on. Um, And there was always things that I'm like, I hope they show this and they'd never showed that thing, but then they would show things that, were cool that i had forgotten like every episode i say stupid things that i don't remember saying (laughs) there there's one
4: specific thing that i thought for sure they would leave in i felt like it was important um but when we were in sweden after the skydiving we're running towards the boats and it was us steve and right by us greg and john right behind us but obviously catching up because they're faster than us and we get to a point where we weren't sure that we got to a bridge and Greg and John like started going towards that bridge thinking we needed to cross it. We asked somebody real quick, but we were far enough away. They didn't hear us. And so then after we found out that we do not need to cross that bridge, I told Strasser, we need to get Greg and John across that bridge. Otherwise we're not going to beat him in a foot race. So as we're running, I'm pointing across the bridge, talking to Strasser quietly and I'm doing this. And so- yeah. And so then Greg and John, as soon as they see us, they take off across the bridge.
0: Wow. And so
4: then we hurry and take our right turn and take off before they can realize they need to come back. And in the, in the show, you actually see them running across that bridge, but they were going the wrong direction across the bridge because we were sending them across that bridge in the hopes to get that lead on them. So they couldn't beat us in that foot race. And wow. it worked. Wow. We haven't
3: spent a lot of time at the, in the number one position. But whenever we were in the number one position, we found out that there are downsides to it. Like, you're the one finding the directions to places, and other people are following you. And that's exactly what happened there. We spent a lot of time after the skydive figuring out where the boat dock was, and the other teams just followed us. So the only thing we could do is send them on a wild goose chase, and it worked. We ended up getting in the boat first. So it it was pretty awesome.
0: That's cool. I like though. it's those little things that we don't get to see because it's hard for me to pick out like the things that you do that make you great races cause they don't show those little things. Those are little things that I highlight as superfan moves, the things that can separate five minutes that can make all the difference later in the leg. I wish they shown more of that stuff. Uh, but they did, I think they did a great job at highlighting your relationship at, uh, highlighting how funny and laid back you guys are. And I'm so surprised that they waited till this episode to bring up one of the big personal issues. Well, sorry, one of the big personal matters, um, in your life about your daughter, uh, um, uh, I didn't realize that, that, that was the situation at, 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 home and that that was one of the driving forces for you running the races to get this dog for your daughter. Is there any. Has you, have you heard anything from it? Cause as soon as you mentioned it online, internet went crazy talking about, let's get this, let's get him this dog. Let's get his daughter, this dog. Has anybody reached out to you? Have you got a dog? Let's. Is there any update on that situation? I have received
4: various messages from a lot of people, um, people that want to help me to get her a service dog, people that breed dogs and are willing to give us a dog um, for a service dog. And so people have been reaching out and, and, it's, I mean the community's just been amazing uh, as far as that goes i I'm uh, I mean it's I just I don't know I can't be appreciative enough really like it's it's crazy how much people have reached out
0: people talked about starting up a goFundMe for you and things like that if it doesn't happen so if if for some reason that all of this love doesn't pan out, please let us know we will spearhead the GoFundMe here in this show and i will make sure that every week uh we talk about it and get people to 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 to, to go there because that's something that i think as a community we could definitely do for you
2: well one thank of, you i appreciate that too that's what i love about the to joel's, to joel's point one of the things about the um the comments several of our past guests racers this season had said they wish they showed more of the interaction with you guys because you had all these one liners and comments uh like the past three teams i think it said that that they're the funniest two guys ever steven annelee definitely said it yeah. um robin Corey and the, everyone
0: yeah uh and they they say that there's the, the jokes that you guys uh, should have been highlighted. And they say, they also said that Steve was really funny on the race and they never show any of his mm-hmm. one-liners.
3: It's
4: hilarious. Yeah. I, we've been shocked that they haven't put more of his one-liners in because oh, Can I just goodness. tell
3: one Steve liner. Really of quick. course, so, go for it. I mean, okay. So we're in the, uh, we're, there's so many to choose from, by the way, Steve was a, was a walking comic strip. <laughs> when we were uh, getting ready to go skydiving, we had to fill out a form like a release and the form was translated into English. So it didn't have everything quite right. And it asked you your weight and then it asked you your length. And so <laughs> the, <laughs> and so after Steve filled out the form, he's we're walking away. And he's like, did y'all get asked your length? He's like, I, I haven't been asked that in a long time. <laughs> of course I exaggerated a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's how it always was with him. Steve was so funny. He was he was seriously our comic relief. He kept us going a lot of times.
0: Oh, that's awesome. You know who else is awesome, Lynette Porter. Thank you so much for 1999. I appreciate you helping out the 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 stream and keeping this thing pumping, keeping this thing a pumping. This this show we got going on here. All right, let's get into a little bit of a recap here. Uh, the first time in the U.S. history that uh, roadblocks have been performed by the same person. Uh, this is uh, two roadblocks done by the same person. This is the first time in history. And the reason that it happened is because uh, people did not keep a balanced uh, roadblock count and two teams got caught with a 6-4, meaning their partner had to do two roadblocks back-to-back. You guys, was that something that you were very conscious of, keeping the roadblocks even, or was it just work out that way?
3: It was intentional, but we always had the idea that we were just going to alternate unless something came up that fit one of our needs more, but nothing ever did come up like that. So we just alternated the entire time. The one the one
4: thing that might have fallen into that category was in this episode, because Strasser and I, from the beginning, neither one of us wanted to have to do dance challenges. We knew we were going to struggle with dance challenges. And so when this challenge came up, I, if, if Strasser would have realized it was a dance challenge, I could have easily seen him trying to push that onto me. Yep. So, so when he read the clue that who wants to get their steps in, I thought dance right away. And then he was like, oh, I was, I'll
3: do it. I'm and i was so, like, dumb. Yeah. I'm so dumb. We're at the river dance <laughs> theater. There are river dance posters. The clue says who wants to get their steps in. I know what river dance is by the way. I've seen it before. Uh, yet when I read who wants to get their steps in, my mind says, Oh theaters, they have like sandbags backstage and you like, you're going to be hauling them up and down stairs. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I'm going to nail this challenge. I'm like, bring on the sandbags and the staircases. And then I find out I'm in the Riverdance. And my heart fell out of my chest.
0: Yeah. I thought this was one of the easiest roadblocks to predict ever in the history of the race. It was. It was. I just wasn't. The funny thing
4: is watching the episode, my wife was like, didn't you guys see the posters all over the building of
5: Riverdance? Like, well, I didn't even notice them, to be honest with you. But I mean, <laughs> you do, You did tunnel blind during the race. You do.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's funny that things you can miss that seem so obvious when you're watching it on television. <laughs> so
0: going the,
1: back and watching your own season you know, like, I did not see that when I watched by there. Yeah,
0: there, there are definitely some things I saw watching it that I did not see when I was standing there. So I totally get that. This was one of the closest finishes uh, that they they last the, the episode before this, and they said it was one of the closest finishes ever in the history of race. And your know, starting times definitely see that. Joel and Garrett seven thirty eight three minutes. Minutes later, Greg and John. One minute after that, Rob and Corey, one minute after that, Steve and Annalie. Literally five minutes separating the top four teams. That is super, super close. Uh, but
4: by the way, Justin, you're welcome for keeping greg and john from hitting your streak
0: amen I, I do have that in a note later <laughs> to thank you so yes thank you very much uh it is greatly appreciated that uh you guys at least kept our names in the record books uh for now because uh, when we go back we plan to break all those um so the, <laughs> the expedia app it is commercial time the show kicks off with the expedia app which was My favorite leg on our season when we got to use the app. (laughs) Why is his
5: favorite leg? Because the app broke after he used it so no one else could use it. So our flight was 16 hours after Justin and Diana.
0: (laughs) We finished the leg and we're like sleeping before teams even got to the country we were supposed to be in.
5: That's don't awesome. like the
0: app <laughs> well that's why Travelocity got, you know, they got bought by Expedia so now it's Expedia uh, <laughs> uh, it looked like a $669 flight and $200 hotel rooms you guys were doing okay uh, did you really get to pick your hotel rooms um, or was that just for the sort app of,
3: sort of it was like yes and no it was It was. I felt like we were kind of acting well what we were doing is we were hamming it up while we did it that's what it came down to it was, We're going through the app doing our thing, but we're totally having fun. Oh, yeah, we had a lot of fun with it.
0: Uh, yeah, th- yeah. of course. It's definitely... It's a commercial. You do it for the commercial. It, like, oh, people are like, oh, this is so fast. Things come to... Oh, so many options. It's like <laughs> the worst actors. Just let the people race and, and do a damn commercial. <laughs> you know? Uh, we got the whole Reality TV Warriors crew in the house. We got Logan, Michael, and Michelle. I don't think we've had all three of them here. If you haven't checked out their podcast, definitely go check out the uh, Reality TV Warriors. Uh, they are some of uh, the most unique recappers out there with a very different sense of humor as all three of them live in three different countries so it definitely shows. All right, so we pit starting and it's an equalizer and it doesn't matter. You guys are 5 minutes apart so an equalizer here really doesn't matter. Uh you guys all get equalized. You have to go to the Dublin Airport and then from there it's a uh when you land a 28-mile drive which should take about 47 minutes for most teams, but not all teams because some teams are not as good with navigation and this is literally what killed steve and Anna Lee. they're navigating they're, they're pretty awesome at tasks uh pretty terrible at navigation did you guys do any preparation beforehand for navigation i know you guys got to be good navigators being in the military but in general
4: we we did do some research at the airport um, but we were very relieved to find a map book in the car when we got to Ireland.
0: I was going to ask because so it seemed like you all had the same book.
4: Yes, it was yeah. in the car.
3: Everyone got the same book.
4: Yeah, I, we're actually surprised that to see Greg and John and Stephen and Elise stopping to ask directions because yeah. the map book worked out really out, well for us. Some, some
3: people don't know how to use map books. It turns out.
4: Yeah, and she kind of
1: admitted that she she wished that they had spent more time like using maps and working with maps before being on the race so, yeah but that, we, since when do they give you i mean i guess they did in like COVID era seasons they because you couldn't go in to get maps but we had no such luxuries of having a map book yeah
0: i don't yeah. think that was provided by the race i think that's a rental car company oh. thing. Yeah. It was
1: yeah, yeah we never changed that. They take like alarm clocks out of your room. Like they would take a map book out of the rental car. You yeah, know what I mean? That
0: makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this uh this first task, I love these type of tasks. Uh when you have to do something for like a root info to get your clue rather than just going to a place and finding it. You had to jump in the water. There's not too many water tasks in places that are not beautiful on the amazing race, like exotic locations. This was like I think this is the coldest water task they've done besides the one in Alaska, I guess, or Iceland when they jumped in in between the things. Um, How cold was that water? Was it shrivel up and hide cold? Yes. Yeah. And they took uh, like
5: um,
3: Herman took our temperature
5: after we got it before and after after to make sure sure we were alive. Oh, wow.
3: And they it was it was very cold but you know when you go to like a lake and it's cold and you like slowly work your way in you know there was none of that like i knew it was going to be cold and we just like we just went for it and
4: just a little tip don't ever slowly work your way in or you're going to take forever you just got to jump all the way in anyways that's that's the best way to do it 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 was nice though that they did offer life jackets it was in the clue if you want to use a life jacket you can and that helped keep some more warmth to our bodies and our thought with that was it also can conserve energy, being that this is the first task of the day. Let's wear the life jackets and conserve the
3: energy that we can. I'm not the strongest swimmer and I got this big thing like holding me back when I swim. <laughs> but uh I knew that if I put on the life jacket, if I took him up on that, I would I would just be okay. Like it would have taken me longer without the life jacket,
0: I can tell you that. No, I wanna I tweeted app- it yeah. out as a as a former lifeguard, anytime that you have a chance to Use a life jacket in a water challenge, do it. You get such a benefit from it. You preserve energy. It's so much easier to swim. You're fighting against less, there's less buoyancy. I mean, more buoyant. So you're not fighting against the the sinking feeling. Uh, It's so much better. Like Steve, if Steve would have had a life jacket, his his swimming would have been so much easier for him. He could have just laid back and just cruised and didn't even have to use his feet, uh, which he had. Yeah.
2: I find it much more difficult to swim with the life jacket on. I was going to well, ask I think the guys. The that swimming. Swimming.
5: Like, I'm just a water person though. Like I swam all the way through high school. I was a lifeguard. like water is my thing. So I agree with Joey, but I think in general, Justin is right.
3: If you're not, right. a, like, if you're a Joel level swimmer, you definitely th- like the life jacket? <laughs> yeah. It just depends on your skill level and I'm not to the level where I would have been better without one. That's for sure. The, the, the,
2: the, key, the, 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 quotes there over the, the life part of it or than the
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cindy Wigglesworth cannot hang out and watch the show. You're missing your first live show, Cindy, but we love you. Thank you so much for dropping the 20 banger. You have been a gem all season and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. So this is the first time pop that we saw Papa Steve driving and he's already lost. Uh, I do love that. It's a, a stick shift. It's on the opposite side of the street. Uh, That is the best way to drive on the amazing race, put people in an awkward position that they're not used to being in. I love that. That's one of the things I've missed on during our season is those self drives, the stick shifts. Um, Was that difficult for you guys or just pretty much second nature because of military? Most military vehicles are stick shift.
3: Stick shift. Fine. Left-handed stick shift learning curve. It's your body rejects it. Your body's like, no, that's not how this works.
4: Yeah, but I have to say that he did a better job driving with his left hand than he did in our previous stick shift, where he stalled the vehicle multiple times. So <laughs> I was proud of him in Ireland.
3: <laughs> that car, the car in Slovenia had a bad clutch. Okay, it did. But I know how to drive a stick. I'm okay with it. Not as I don't. My primary vehicle is not a stick. His is. Mine is. Yeah. But um, we, back to your previous question about what we did to prepare navigation wise, mm-hmm. we did a ton. We went out several days before this, and we did we did challenges where we had no map, we had no navigation, and we had to find things. And the only thing we were allowed to use our phone for was our wives texting us a location. And then we would have to go find a chamber of commerce, oh, get a map, get directors and people. And this was really helpful because he's a delivery driver, but Smythe's a UPS driver, so you would think he would be our driver. Yeah. And that's how we started. But then we discovered he's also a better navigator than me. I'm 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 decent at navigating. He's he excels at it. So we figured out if we switch and I drive and he navigates, um, we're going to do a lot better. We we knew all of this going into the race because we we took the time to figure it out. So <clears throat> when we're uh, when we're in Slovenia, I'm driving a stick. It's I used to have a stick, but it's been ten years, and I did stall it a couple of times. But that left-handed shifting in Ireland though, that's like an- another level. Your body, your body and your brain tell you no when you try to do it. With your left foot with the clutch, it's all weird. But
4: he, he did a good job with it. We only drove on the wrong side of the street once and I missed it just as much as he did. It wasn't on him because I thought we were on the right side of the street and all of a sudden we realized, "Wait, this is this is the wrong side of the street." But besides that, we did we did
0: well. So the long drive to get to this part, Stephen Dudley fell to the back. The, the swim, they lost a little time, too, because Steve is really slow. And then is another long drive right now, which is n- nine miles, but it's 36 minutes because of the places that you have to drive to. It's not really freeway. And that kind of costs some teams trying to find this place uh, and finding the right parking lot and getting to the right structure because there were six different levels and you had to be on the right level. Uh, w- I heard a lot of teams had some issues with the parking lot and things like that that they didn't show. Uh, was there something that we didn't see that was like deceivingly difficult, or
4: you no? Know, the only issue we had in the parking garage, you actually saw that on the show, and it was Strasser parking right next to the pole, so he couldn't open <laughs> his door. <wide laughs> and get him out.
3: That again was a habit thing because in, hilarious. It, you, in a parking garage by habit, if you if you have a tight spot and a pole, you're going to put the right side of the car next to the pole as so you can get out. But then again, I had to get out. It's just- <laughs> oh, and one more thing we save time on at the swim. We didn't change our clothes. Every other team changed their clothes at the swim. We were wearing shorts that um, double as swimsuits. We, we, we planned this in advance. We only brought shorts that were like wet, dry swimsuit type shorts. So when we run into the little tent, we throw off our shirt, we throw off our shoes and socks and we go. Then we come back, put the shirt back on, shoes and socks on, and go. All the other teams had to put on swimming suits and take off swimming suits, so that
2: saved us time there as well.
0: Little things like that make the difference. You do obviously fits
2: a lot better under pants too, boys. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would have been nice. They bust out the speedos. <laughs> I mean, sh- they gave us these white, these tight ass white ones. At least you guys got to wear your own. They g- they forced us to wear these tight ass white shorts. All oh, right. Own.
5: Three and shorts.
0: I was hoping for the gold, those tiny little gold ones. <laughs> A little gold sequence just swimming in. <laughs> Alright, let's get to the roadblock where uh, Joel doesn't understand that uh, Irish step dancing is about keeping your upper body stiff. He is just like flapping in the breeze. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's see. Normally uh, yes, okay. So let's let's get to this was one task, um, or who people wanted to get their steps in, where the judge, and I normally the judges of the task are just there for looks, and there's a producer mm-hmm. off screen who's telling the judge if you passed or not. That's a little behind mm-hmm. the scenes stuff that we talk about here. I tweeted about this because it looked like he was actually judging, and I got confirmation from Pat, I mean from, uh, not from Pat, from Darren saying, we 100% let that judge be the judge. So yep. uh, I think that was, was a awesome. good... That was a good thing. How did you guys feel uh, about this task, Jen, uh, in general, Irish step dancing, uh, the judge being a real judge. uh, Do you think this, this played out the way they wanted to? How do you, how do you feel about this?
1: I mean, it looked like a really hard dance. I think the hard part was they learned the steps without music and like, didn't know the pace of the music until they were stepping on stage for the first time. Um, Yeah, it, it would have been hard. Christy and I would have struggled. Like neither of us is super strong at dance. I'm maybe I may be slightly better, but
5: we've been in there for a while.
0: <laughs> James, I would have been out there Irish step dancing.
5: I this challenge. <laughs> uh, um, I, uh, I thought the dancers, like the instructors and the judge, like made this challenge. They were so much fun and so much energy that I thought they really made this challenge. Dancing challenges can get a little repetitive. Yeah. Um, but I thought they made it very entertaining for that reason. Joey,
0: um, any chance you'd be good at this?
2: Uh, Maybe after a couple of beers. I, I was <laughs> honestly thinking it was going to be some sort of challenge at the Guinness factory with kegs, and I was all ready for it. Um, again, this would be a perfect opportunity for me to go on the race with my wife because she would knock it out in a second. She's Irish. She's done some of that stuff. I've been to Dublin a handful of times um I've been around Irish step dancing I it would have took me it would have took me a couple yeah but yeah
0: I love that they didn't use a track I love they had the live band there I love they had yeah. the real like a producer there as a judge I thought this was a, a extremely well set up I think all of the instructors were cool, and obviously everybody was trying to get, you know, Rob hooked up with Anna Mae, and they had just an instant chemistry. They looked beautiful together on screen. Um, I don't know. I, I'll ask him. Hopefully, we'll have them next week to see uh, if there's any conclusion. Uh, did we know if uh, if he if he was single during the race? I think I believe he was single. So,
3: yeah, I think
4: so. I think
3: he was single i saw some some sleuth some stalking sleuth has confirmed that they do follow each other on instagram now Woo! but that's all we know because i asked Corey. cory won't respond to yeah. anybody about us i yeah. asked him he didn't answer me
0: so i think that my
2: uh with your guy too sorry i thought you had a great connection with with your instructor he was, oh, yeah. he was so patient and so kind the only problem so is kind. i couldn't
3: understand the word stomp right Every time, (laughs) oh, I felt so dumb. He kept saying the word stomp with an Irish accent. And to to me, I heard stamp. And so we were watching it with subtitles on, and he keeps saying stomp, and I keep saying stamp. And he's like, no, stomp. And I'm like, stamp. And (laughs) I looked like a moron. Do you think there's a couple (laughs) of lessons with this
5: roadblock, though, for future people that are racing? Okay. One, it's every dance challenge, when you're learning it, it's going to be faster in person. So practice it a little faster. Like every dance challenge always ends up being a little faster when you actually go onto the stage. The second one is with Steve, and it's don't judge yourself yes. before the judge judges you. You just keep pretending that you are knocking this out of the park. You are the best dancer. You're blowing these other people out the water. And you better give me that clue because I just killed this if you just stop in the middle of it, you're not going
0: to pass it. They have no option. They You judged yourself and said you lost so he can't say you did it no matter how much he wanted to. Uh, so yes, never, ever, ever judge yourself. And for those that were wondering, uh, I tweeted this out as well because I thought that uh, by using the express pass last leg that that roadblock didn't count for anybody, but pat confirmed that rob declared he was doing the roadblock in sweden then they used the express pass so he was maxed out and Corey had to do both challenges uh coming up and they planned it that way i didn't know you could do that. that's one thing that i didn't know you could do on the amazing race kind of declare it account towards your thing and then skip it rather than just skipping
3: Corey, it it just goes to show you i mean that was a super smart we didn't know they did that either we weren't paying it to, oh we knew they played it but we didn't know how they did that
0: yeah I didn't pick up on it either last week uh, until uh, Pat told me. Arnold DeLeon said the dance challenge was awesome, and definitely the dancers really made it. Yeah, it was a beautiful environment. And thank you so much for dropping the 20 Shkattles. You guys are incredible tonight. Thank you so much. <clears throat> yeah, this task was made. Uh, I mean, obviously, watching you and Steve had everybody laughing i mean it was very fun to watch you guys and even through all the frustrations you always kept that smile on you always kept a positive attitude you fought that feeling of i can't do this and that is so important on the race ask mark and bopper how how, like you know when you're trying to do a dance task oh it's hot and cry about it no you guys didn't cry about it you kept your attitudes in the right place and you eventually got through and and because of that, yeah. you, you made it to the final three. Without that positive attitude during that one task, you're not making the final three.
3: There's no way. And there's there's like, there's like a lot of lessons here, but a couple of things that I'll just hit really quick. Yeah. Number one, we, I already said this. I knew I could control my attitude. I knew that that was the only part of this dance I could control. They told us there's five things you have to do. And one of them was you had to look happy. And I'm like, I can do that. So I'm smiling. I was managing to enjoy it even while hating it. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> but I was having fun while I hated it. The next thing is um, when it comes to the, oh, what was I going to say about the attempts? I They, oh, like, well, every time, every time I failed it, which I failed it 15 times. It said I failed it eight. They were oh, super kind.
0: Wow. In the edit. It
3: took, it took 15 tries for me to finish that. And Holy every time I finished a, a round, a new wave of negativity hit me and it was like and i had to i was it was almost like i was physically blocking the negativity out because it wanted to take me out if you could design a challenge to take me out that was the one i would change nothing if i was trying to think of the the perfect challenge to take me out the skill set everything was so foreign to me but, uh, and when, once I was in the situation though, once I knew I was doing it, I, I couldn't think about any of that stuff. All I kept saying was I can learn this. I can do this. It's possible for me to get it. That's and awesome. Stephen Lee left like 30 minutes before we left. Holy cow. Um, the most painful 30 minutes of my life, <laughs> knowing that his amazing race and my amazing race are in the balance of this challenge that is so tough for me. But I just kept smiling. I just kept trying. And, you know, eventually I, I, got, I got I got like that much better each time I did it. And I finally was able to string together an attempt that passed. Now, it wasn't pretty, but it, it met the criteria that I needed to do to pass. I, I still think that my 15th try wasn't as good as John's first try or Corey's first try. <laughs> but it met it finally met the criteria, and that's what I was going for. And then we get out of there, and we know – we're in the penultimate leg and we're 30 minutes behind Oof. and we just got to go. The,
4: the one good thing for us in that, mo- sorry, we're going to say them. Oh no, go ahead. The one good thing about, um, or the one thing that I guess kept me in a positive mindset at that moment was once he got it shortly before Steve and Annalie left, Annalie did say to me, we're really struggling with our navigation. And so that was the one hope that I had is, I mean, I knew we were 30 minutes behind, but there was still a glimmer of hope in us, you know, that if, if their navigation continues to struggle, you know, our navigation might bring us back into it. And I'll tell you, I loved every minute of that river dance up until Steve Natalie left. That's when the stress starts to set in, you know, but me and Strauss are up there doing that dance, man. I was so happy laughing at him and, see it at one point his button like busted open multiple
3: points <laughs>
4: that button
5: could not hold me
4: back <laughs> but i i could see the stress on his face and i was feeling his stress because i know what it feels like to be in a situation like i mean my dance with the pots on my head was much easier than that and i felt a, a high amount of stress and so i can imagine how he how he felt with a dance that was much more difficult than my
0: dance so uh also on the Twitterverse, uh, Pat, who's been really active on social media this season, uh, said that this task took anywhere between 45 to 60 minutes, depending on which team. Um, so I'm guessing that you were the 60-minute team. <laughs> we,
3: must have been, yeah. we definitely took the longest because we got there second and left there, left, left there 30 minutes after Steven Annerley.
0: Steve had a little bit of dancing knowledge because he does do the two-step and line dancing in Texas, so he he, he can get his move on, he can groove, um, uh, but uh, he was also very stiff and couldn't do that hop step, he's used to sliding, you know, like the electric sliding. Um, but, uh, <laughs> this is also, after you get it on your 15th attempt, you get into your Rocky quote, um, was this uh, a movie, a favorite movie? Is this something that you use, or is this just something that you pulled out? Is this something you use on your daily life?
3: Oh yeah, I use that quote all the time. That's that's I, I love. First of all, I grew up watching Rocky, and I love that series. But that quote in particular, the oh. full quote, is a is a is a quote that I've used in my life many times. It's it's important because I struggled with negativity before. I talked to Phil about this quite at length at one point. But negativity used to be a big part of my life. It used to be something that always kept me back. Like I, I would focus on the wrong things. I'd focus on the stuff I can't control and focus on like how it, life's not fair and everything, everybody's out to get me and stuff like that. And it wasn't until I figured out about controlling the things I can control and and believing I can accomplish things and, and all of that that like stuff started changing for me.
0: That's awesome that you could persevere through that. And it's a great lesson for people that you just, if negativity is fake, like fear is fake, all that stuff is in your head. You, you, do you control that? It's, it's not something that's actually out there. That's it's you. It's, it's your brain faking you, tricking you out your body trying to survive. It's, it's, it's such a weird sensation. Um, Molly from Emily and Molly said that she's actually, uh, did a little Irish step dance and would have loved to do this task. I would have loved to see them too go at it as well. So the next task, uh, said, send you to croak park where I couldn't figure out what was going to happen. Field hockey. or I, I did not think, uh, of, of curling, uh, at all. Um, it, this was only a three-mile ride, but it, it took about twenty minutes. And, and again, teams—some teams—are having bad navigation trying to get to this place. It, was this—was it really that disorienting? It seems like it's a very, relatively small city, and things should be easy to find. What was—what do you think was the hardest part of navigating around here?
4: The, the one thing in the area of the Gaiety Theater is there were a lot of one-way streets. That would switch directions on you, and so it'd be one way up until a certain street, and then it would switch to one way the other way, and so then you'd have to go around the block to get to that one way street and come back. So a lot of it was one way streets. As far as the current park goes, the it was easy enough to get to the park, but to find the entrance that we had to come in on in order to park, that took a little bit to because if I remember right, in the map book there wasn't the street name that we were given that we had to had to park on
0: Ooh. And, yeah. s-
4: and so we just kind of had to figure that, that out by driving around and eventually we did see the street sign with the correct name
3: a lot of streets are unmarked in dublin you don't get the, the luxury of having street signs they they will have signs on the side of buildings but they were put there like 100 years ago so they're covered with moss and gunk oh wow they're even more so not knowing what street you're on because it's just not marked was also part of the issue.
0: Arnold de Leon dropped another 20-banger. Wow. Thank you so much. He has a question. They seem to always throw these curveballs like those heeled shoes which uh, weren't in the practice. How much of a big deal was it uh, for you? We saw that uh, Corey tripped and almost busted his ass. How mu- how were the heels? Or Are you used to wearing heels? I don't
3: remember the heels posing me any issues. I know that I switched from my regular tennis shoes to the heel shoes when I started practicing, but I can't remember – any issues with that? He's been walking in heels Free for and is
5: just your Friday
0: night, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Who's got the swing? Uh, baseball player there, uh, Gary? Is that uh, that why you picked this one, or was it just your turn?
4: Well, it was my turn, and, and at that point, Strasser had six, and okay. so this wasn't even guaranteed. And that's why I'm even more happy that he did the dance, because I did play baseball, even though – you might not believe it by watching me, but <laughs> that also explains why in high school, I rode the bench and didn't
0: start, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is also uh, when I, one... when I see, oh, sorry, go ahead.
4: Oh, well, no, go ahead. I was, I was going to switch to something before this.
0: Oh yeah. This is, this is also when I see one of the moments, Joey, that, that I started crying. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to watch so before,
4: before we get to that though. Go ahead. There the was a task that was removed from the show. Was like,
0: I I think you heard that. It was like a repelling task or something, right?
4: Yeah, it happened right before this. We we actually had to climb to the top of the building and walk across a Skywalk or whatever. And then we actually repelled into the stadium, and that's how we arrived into the stadium. Oh, that's
3: so cool. It actually did play into the episode a little bit, but I I guess they had to cut it out for time. So you didn't even see this to this challenge, but we were up at the top on that catwalk above the stadium, knowing we're in last place, starting our descent down into the stadium when we see Steve and Anna Lee run up on the opposite end of the stadium up on their catwalk. They
4: had just gotten there.
3: And we're like, ah, we're not in last place. Look, Steve and Anna Lee are right there. It was, it was the craziest moment because we knew we were in the end and that the leg was going to be over soon. So we're trying to do our best. We're not giving up by any means, but we're certain we're in last place. And they show up. It was it was such a cool moment for us, and for me personally, especially because in my mind, I'm trying to cope with the fact that my lack of dance expertise just ended our race for us. And then when I see Stephen and Anna Lee, the elation was just huge to know that we still have we're still in this.
2: Did oh. they did they um, dub you over because you did say that on the episode? Yeah, they must have
4: cut that soundbite and just put it in as we were running out of the stadium to still right. get it in there. The we knew that they
5: were there. Yeah, knew the something we had- was weird because y'all didn't pass each other. It was weird. Yeah, there's something missing.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah it, it was all in the navigation. We we did it took. We left the theater thirty minutes after them, but we got to the stadium fifteen minutes before them.
0: Damn. And on a 20 minute ride you somehow made up fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's absolutely bonkers. But this uh again, this was the uh, the moment that I was watching. Um I have two kids now. Um and watching the proud papa moment of Rob like just truly, truly just enjoying watching his son. And you could see it in his face how proud he is of of the person that his son is not just the skills that he has but the actual person that he is and their relationship is something that i i pray that i could have with my kids i love their relationship and it really highlighted in this episode for me um their bond as a father and a son um i don't know i just felt i just wanted to point that out and Corey,
4: i mean i can, can see that the whole time we were with them. One of my favorite parts along those lines was I think it was in Slovenia before Rob got in the glider plane, and he took off his hat and put it on, or Rob yeah. Rob took off his hat and put it on Corey's head. You know, like like the dad would to his three year old son. You know, puts his <laughs> hat on his head. It was like the cutest thing ever.
0: <laughs> and then Corey drops one of the best lines ever in the history of Amazing Race. Every single day has been my favorite day so far. This is just so cool. I mean, how could you not like them? I, I honestly. No, I-
3: if, if you don't like Robin Corey, you have no soul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, they just seem like perfect humans, and, and I'm so glad that they're part of the Amazing Race family. This whole final three is just incredible. All right, so Greg nails it on a second try. It starts raining. Uh, Garrett needs a service dog for his daughter. I hope he gets one because of the show. As, um, this is where they, that you, you you finally speak a little bit more about your daughter and. Um, the, uh, the difficulties she has in life and, and the ways that we can help make those things better. and something as simple as a dog can really change a child's life uh, in, in this situation. So I'm praying that 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 happens for you. and like I said, if it doesn't, uh, we will do everything in our power to help with that. Um, so, uh, after this teams must sorry, make their way to Toner's pub, where you have to recite some odd poems. Or quotes from Ulysses and James Joyce. Uh, uh, not not the most creative of tasks uh, on The Amazing Race, but uh, I did learn why there's so many bars and why, you know, my whole Irish side is, is into uh, drinking and things like, well, if you have the mandatory have bars open for 24 hours, um, then, you know, people are going to, find time to hang out there. I did not know that they had to stay open for 24 hours just in case the king wanted a beer. Couldn't you just I will up? say,
5: Justin, I do like this challenge because it's the first mental challenge of the leg. You had three challenges that were all pretty physical, um, and then you have one that's a little mental, and you're at the penultimate, literally the last test before the pit stop. You know there's some mental fatigue there too. You get know what they were doing with it. I think you would have had a lot more drama if you saw some teams there like, to outcompete each other for the like memorization it just didn't happen that way
0: how long do you guys or, think it took you to, to do this task
3: I, I want to respond real quick to James Earl okay for the the river dance challenge for me was 100 mental the it, I mean I know that it it's a physical thing you're doing but that was not a factor for me whatsoever like yes I was sweating a ton but the physical part no issues it was completely mental for me and when we were at the croak park and Smythe's doing the uh, hurling challenge that I sat down and I was the first time I had to just kind of mentally unwind what had just happened at that dance. Cause it was such a big deal for me in my brain, but yes, we get to Toner's pub and it, it took us, it took us a few more tries than it looked like it took us in the show to finish that because they didn't tell you when you got a word wrong, obviously they let you both say your full, column. Oh, okay. And then uh once you had both said it, they said either yes or no. You didn't know who messed
4: yeah, up. Or what who who got messed up. Wrong. Yeah. It, it was a lot more difficult than it looked like on, on the show because on the show it looked like they just stopped you as soon as you got a word wrong. Yeah. But it wasn't wasn't like that.
2: And Joel, and oh go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you Did when when you had a pause those two times, was it just like that? Because that was amazing mental recollection. It was absolutely amazing.
3: That that okay, so little behind the scenes when i'm pausing i'm actually praying <laughs> <laughs> those you saw you saw me praying and then you saw my prayers answered before your very eyes because i was like i know i know this i know i know this please help me remember this and then the words came in like that 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 wasn't that wasn't hollywood but
2: usually when you stop when you would try to recall something verbatim and you stop your mind just starts snowballing and it's like i'm not gonna do it and then you just give up it was amazing to see you not give up and then come back with it me and my stepson were watching it and we were just like on the edge of the couch going and i was like oh, he's not gonna get it and then you just blurted it out it was amazing to see <laughs> amazing kudos for that
3: it was beyond me i'll tell you that and i'll tell you one more thing ever since that episode aired people keep everybody i talked to says can you demonstrate the irish dance for me no i don't know a single step <laughs> oh. i don't know one step of that dance, but I know every single word of my James Joyce phrase. I can recite it verbatim for you right now because it's it's locked in for some reason. It's it's never going anywhere. But the the Damn.
2: dance you, you look like a ragdoll in a dryad, Joel, but you got through it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, exactly. I, you guys are having a big finale in new york uh next week that uh i'm lucky enough to be going to so i was definitely going to tell the dj to throw river Dance on to see if i can get you guys to reproduce it as a group
3: <laughs> <nightmare fuel>. in <laughs> fact when my wife was watching a promo uh like a week ago the first promo dropped for this episode
0: mm-hmm.
3: and she's in the other room and i hear that music and i started <laughs> twitching i'm like what are you watching in there what, what is that and she, she's like It's a promo for this episode. I'm like, I know. I know that song. I hate that song.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. So I just got texted a photo here from Joey. I'm going to pop it up on screen for you guys. Uh, All right. I don't know. if You're saying when
5: you're showing pictures from
2: Joey.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You got to be careful.
2: to be proficient.
0: Yeah. So, Joey, you want to explain what I'm popping up on the screen here? Because I don't know if they could see it.
2: I can't see (laughs) it. It just reminds me of you guys. I don't know why.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, what is that?
2: Cornelius. Uh, yeah, Joe, I was Cornelius. Like, remind me of Yukon Cornelius. He's oh, yeah. Awesome. I couldn't like, think of his
0: name. Yukon Cornelius. UConn yeah
2: Cornelius and the Abominable. Like, <laughs> there you go. Jared's kind of got the Abominable's eyes, and he's like. <laughs> and he's always just like, we can do it. We can do it. And he throws the axe up in the air. He's
3: like... If I can get my mouth to actually get more jagged, maybe I could do that. I used to. When i used to work at in an office people printed out a picture of yukon Cornelius and stuck it up in my cubicle so, <laughs>
0: that's
3: not the first time i've had that comparison that's funny
0: uh, so the, the the ride from uh, croak park to toners pub was only two miles it should have taken about 15 minutes again it took some teams a little bit longer than that to find it a, lo- a lot longer to find parking uh, for some of these places some teams it looked like they made it look like nailed it on their first try a couple got it on their second try didn't make it seem like this was that difficult for teams uh as far as the editing went um but again you you're generally just memorizing a weird set of words and one of them was definitely easier than the other one like they were not equal
4: you, you know i've really i really lucked out in the race because strasser had to do both needle and the haystack challenges <laughs> strasser had to do the irish dance and then we get to the poems and we're just looking at the two boards. He's like, "Which one do you want?" I said, "I don't care." And he said, "Okay, you do that one." And I'm like, "Oh, thank goodness you said that because his was way harder than mine. I, w- I was very happy with my my poem." It,
3: I I know what James Joyce was trying to say. <laughs> I wish he would have said it a lot more clearly. He could have said it with half as many, like as Corey put it, double and triple negatives. He could have left all those out. And he could have got
2: his. Oh, point he's in God. a club for price six. What do you think he's gonna say?
0: if not then for have not you shall not be that not right
4: i will say it was a lot easier to do without steve annalee there with us that was my biggest concern is that all of a sudden they show up and then the pressure is really on because we're both memorizing at the same time we have to take turns going in and the pressure would just make my mind go blank and so I'm just you know glad know the that,
5: for hoping now, for that. For hoping, they <laughs> like, "Come on, get here, get here, did come did. on, come on, come it on. on." It
3: would have made it a lot oh, yeah.
4: better. TV yeah. if
3: they had showed up, but we got out of there before they got there.
0: Yes, one of the things that I would have definitely expected uh, if if I was doing research on the planes or trying to go to Ireland was to visit St. Patrick's Cathedral. I 100 expected that during this episode. It, I just anticipated that something that I would have made sure that i knew where it was is there any sort of preparation that you did before getting to ireland uh, to try to guess or anticipate or get an edge on other teams
3: i don't remember oh you know, there was one thing actually yes that we did to get the edge um we knew our first clue said that we were going to run from the castle park school to 40 foot cove and we we were able to pick up pick up somebody's phone and see that distance we knew we were going to run and swim, and probably run some more after. So while we were in the airport in Sweden, we decided to get Red Bulls to drink right before that. But (laughs) Sweden has no cash, and we had only euros. We had no kroner. We had no cash card, no debit. So no one was able to buy anything in the Sweden airport. The teams had all resigned themselves that if you need to buy something, too bad you're out of luck. So we went into a a shop we found a traveler and I bribed him. I said, if we give you 10 euros, will you buy us two Red Bulls? And he's like, I don't need euros. And we're like, well, we really need Red Bulls. (laughs) And so he he took our 10 euros and he bought us two Red Bulls. We stuck them in our packs. And right as we were parking at the Castle Park school, we were chugging them. (laughs) And you see for an instant during while we're running, you could see a Red Bull can in our hands. It helped. And I, and, I, and it was it was physical and mental that it helped us um, to to sprint to that forty foot cove, to bust out the swim and to sprint all the way back. The I don't know how much of it was the Red Bull doing its job or my mind saying you have a Red Bull so you can do this. But either way, that made it.
0: So Toner's Pub to St Patrick's Cathedral one mile, and you had to walk it um, or run it, depending on who you what team you are. Um, it didn't seem like a, teams had too much of a problem finding it. That is, should be one landmark that everybody knows. Big tourist area, lots of signs, and pretty straightforward according to GPS. If you guys do want to see any of the maps, or if you want to see... Um, the uh, clue by clue where everybody was during the during the race, that is all in the Discord. You're welcome to go check it out in the Amazing Race section. I post it there for everybody to check out. Um, this is leads to Rob and Corey getting their first victory. Uh, I'm so glad that they actually got one because I felt like all season that, Jesus, they've been like second, second, third, fourth. They just can't get over that hump. And they finally got one. Um, the elation on their face, the father son moments. I loved, loved seeing that. Um, Greg and John finishing second, and of course, pulling up in that third position joel and garrett making it to the finale i was so excited even though i loved watching uh steven i loved watching Anna Lee i can't say as much as i loved watching steve but i thought Anna Lee was one of the best racers uh, to run the race in a long time she was fierce on top of the little things and it sucks to see her go out right before the finale but loved seeing you guys get there um
2: it was so hard to yeah. root against anyone in this episode you, you just want it. It's it's like same thing in the final. I I, I don't have any clear cut favorite. I think I know who I want to win, but I, I then I don't want anyone to lose. Like that's the thing. I don't know who I want to win next week. And
5: usually there's a very clear cut. Like oh, I want this team to win. I want these other two not to win.
2: Or at, that, least, or at, at least, least one team you don't want to yeah. win for, for whatever reason. It's it's always like eh, maybe they don't deserve it. One didn't work as hard as the other. But every team in the finale. Every, each contestant, each racer has done the exact thing for their team. There is no no one's being carried.
0: Yeah. You
2: know what I mean? It's it's it, and the, the relationships are so individualized and so awesome to be a part of. It's just it's it's amazing.
0: It yeah. really is. Like Rob Rob and Corey, you would think that, you know, son would be carrying dad like how Dave and Connor did it. Like
2: Did, did you notice did you notice he was uh, Corey was in the water first, out ahead, but Rob came out of the water first. The father came out of the water well up front of him. Rob
3: is good at everything, mm-hmm. by the way. Amazing, I, I mean, right? he probably picked up on that by now, but Rob, uh, if anybody thought that having a hearing disability was going to hold him back in any way, they were dead wrong. And right. I, think, I think some people did think that. I think some people did underestimate, like, well, he looks... He looks smart enough or whatever but he's got this big thing that's holding him back no no rob's good at everything
2: right yeah and he he looks he kind of looks at the world joel like you do like everything's just wonderful it's like i'm here i'm doing this i'm gonna take it in and i get to do it with my son you're like i'm with my friend and we're gonna bust each other's balls a little but so the relationships kind (laughs) of you know they're off there but the way he looks at the world and the way he experiences the race I see a lot in you, and Garrett. More so, you're like, like kind of just, I don't know, like, like all right, this is cool. And, and Joel does a lot of the the talking during the season, but when it comes down to the tasks, Garrett just walks up, yeah, I'm here, and then I'm done. Right? He's like, and he's in and out like nothing. It's amazing, it really is.
0: Yeah, your chemistry.
3: Thank you, and and he is, dude. I mean. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do this with anyone else. Um, with anybody else, I, I got friends, I got family, he's got friends, he's got family. If either, if we had, if we had applied for this show with other people, the level of success wouldn't be there. Not at all. All right.
0: So we're heading to the first time in a, in a, the a real amazing race. I don't want to hear about the international versions and Canada's not a real amazing race. That's a race in one country. Hey, so stop it. It's <laughs> the first time in the real amazing race that we're having an all-male final three. But it, it's I'm not upset about it. Normally, it'd be like, damn it, I want more diversity. Or, or But this, I think whoever wins the race deserves it. And the other two are like pretty much a lock for the next all-stars slash returning season because they're just so likable so even the two that lose this race i think are going to have another chance to run this race because this cast is just insane it might even be two three and four like there might be three teams from this season on the next all-stars um because i could see Stephen and annalee coming back as well um
5: was well, Greg and John need to not be as cocky going into the finale about the. You know waterfalls. that was
0: the producers asking the right questions. Come on. They've been. They did not show yeah, any. Yeah, did in even kill the was...
5: producers' questions. They try to. When, they, when, they, they, when he read, like when he read the clue.
0: Yeah, when he read the clue
2: to go to the map, one of them was like, right, that's it. And that was the first time you noticed that little bit of cockiness. But they do deserve to be cocky. They do. They have you know the what? right to they're be. They don't be cocky against the other two teams, James Earl. They're, they're like, we got this. We're being, we're confident. I'm saying, in the last lead, you can't underestimate another team because
5: they have less things than you. I, think yeah, I don't, you don't think, think
2: they were underestimating. I just think they were. The I, I it think the Justin went home with a million dollars. I think they were confident in their their abilities, rather than <laughs> the, the, the other two racer, other two teams aren't good racers.
0: Right. The other two
2: think. cute is a little cocky
5: do
4: i kind of felt like in that moment he was it was kind of like when you take a jab at your friend you know it's like oh you won one that's cute yeah, yeah. I, I i mean I wasn't my saying it was
5: malignant. i'm not saying it's like mean it's a little cocky
2: yeah yeah and prefer, i think that they, a- being up.
0: well obviously i, like I think confidence uh, when a lot of people think cocky because people thought I was cocky on my season. I just thought I was confident. Um, so yeah, I'm just, again, maybe it's just not me understanding, uh, or being self-aware or just
2: we'll take care of that after the holidays, Justin. <laughs> <coughs>
0: Uh, Alright, so uh, the last six legs have been won by the final three teams, so they're all very well and capable of winning. They're all hitting their strides at the right time. They're all doing the right things. And next week, we're heading to Seattle, Washington, where they're going to rock out a little bit. They're going to do a little glass blowing, walk on top of the Space Needle, do some flying trapeze, and it looks like there's a final puzzle at a private airport that leads to a nighttime finish line sounds Sounds like an incredible finale that we are in store uh, for. Um, I don't want any spoilers, obviously, uh, so we don't want to do any of that stuff. I got some questions coming up, but let's give away some awards. Uh, James Earl, what do you got for us this week? Who's getting your seal clap?
5: My seal clap is going to Corey and his partner in that little river dance because that little moment was so freaking cute and special, and I just love, like, the level of coaching during the task, and he, like it
0: so that's gonna get my cell clap nice all right uh let's see uh, jen wanted to give she said please tell joel and Garrett it was a pleasure to meet them i am rooting for them in the finale my lol moment goes to Corey for his pit stop pit pit stop speech why is that so hard to say pit stop speech um which you know i love the way he's looking at the race uh I love the relationship that they have. Um, I mean, I can't say enough good things about them, uh, obviously. Uh, Joey, what do you got for us?
2: My ERA, my experience relationship advice, and and I've said this time and time again throughout this season, and I've been commenting on the individual relationships of the teams and the teammates and how important they are and how actually wonderful they are. So my ERA is going to go to the trolls, the people on the internet, need some advice so the experience relationship advice from the kid so first of all if you're gonna take a giant shit on me i need it sent to my inbox because i don't read a lot of the stuff and we'll go at it just the, me and you whoever you want to be you want to say something about the way i conduct myself online i don't give a shit. um <laughs> but for the people for who who want to shit on different teams or, or for what they feel as though isn't the right way to act on the amazing race go <coughs> yourself yeah because you're not you you haven't been there you don't know what it's like and you don't know the relationship between the athletes and, and these people are athletes they're all racers they have a relationship they go in a relationship i've been in two different branches of the military just like these two guys have been in the military there's a camaraderie between veterans there's a camaraderie between racers and all the races will defend all the other races no matter if they like them personally or not because we've experienced that so for people to come on the internet or the social media and want all these things and start shitting on somebody i take a little bit of offense to that yeah because if you're not really open the situation you're just making a comment about something you see that's edited on tv you're you're kind of you go watch survivor or go watch big brother or something like that Enjoy the race for what it is. Enjoy the people for who they are as people. And if you want to say something to me, please inbox me because I'll address that to you privately.
0: Yeah. What do you think? Uh, do you think that uh, Anna Lee was um, was like mean or disrespectful to her dad during the race? Did you guys get that at all?
3: No, no, not a bit. Never would have guessed that that would have been the uh, the uh, storyline for her or whatever because we didn't see it. She's super competitive. But her dad gave it back to her, you know, here and there, but you
4: just, they're not putting that in there. And so you see a lot of her, but it's just her fiery competitiveness that's coming out. And and not once did we ever take it as disrespectful.
0: Yeah. And and most importantly, neither did Steve. Yeah. Like you raise a strong daughter to not need a man. Like, that's what he wanted. He raised her like a son. He raised her to make sure that she doesn't need anything in life. So when she's strong and being strong for him, and he said he needed her like a personal trainer. Like when you go to a personal trainer, you don't want a personal trainer who's like, oh, that's just great. No, you want someone who's pushing you. Like, come on! You can go! Push harder! You can do it! Don't quit! And that's what his daughter was doing. And, it, and for a dad to hear your daughter, like the desperation in her voice every time she said, come on, dad, that wasn't like disrespect. That was fear. That was like i'm going home i need you dad i need and as a dad i can't see anything more inspiring than your daughter telling you like i need you to do this like i don't know if there's that, anything on earth that can motivate can, you more than I, that
5: can i make one more comment about this too? of course because i always say and they are doing what i've always said when you go on the race you have to separate the parent-child relationship when you go on the race if joel and Garrett, if Joel was yelling at Garrett. come on, come on, come on. No one would say a thing. But because as a child, mm-hmm. talking to their partner, is their partner on a race, a challenging competitive race for a million dollars. They want to like throw her under the bus because she is being competitive and pushing her partner. And in any other type of relationship, this wouldn't even be brought up. I hate it. I hate it yeah. for that reason. It's like, because she's young, she's young and pretty and a female. That's right. They're, they're and, doing and, what needs to be done for the parent-child relationship, and I've always and, said that the parent-child relationships where they try to like one still tries to be the parent and dictate it, and those collapse. Those are the ones that are always out early because they never get past that barrier.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. And and I said this while they were on the show last week. It's the the people who are making the comments. You know, I'll look at them and and I'll see their profile, and I they've never gotten out of a chair. Half of them, they they'd never be able to be on the race. First of all, they're not interesting enough. They're not they're not competitive enough they're boring as shit and all they can do is shit on other people yeah so you know what stay in your chair eat your pizza <laughs> that comes to your door and, and, oh, I and never leave the house for some reason and, and then just dump <laughs> on everyone but i love pizza i just you know what you don't do anything you you're, you're upset at someone else because she's pretty said, or she's I demanding yeah
0: and i'm gonna give but my Martin, super fan
2: no, it's not just Anna Lee. It's there was so many other people on this race like oh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't do that Yeah, you're gonna do shit cuz you're at home.
0: Yeah, it's yeah like, I, I hate when people are like oh my god Why are people yelling at the cab drivers the cab drivers is trying to do the job? They don't care that you're in a race Well, if I have a cab driver that doesn't care that the customer that they're serving is in a race I don't want them to be my cab driver They have yeah. one thing to do is serve the person that's there in the back Get them to where they need to go fast and safe. And if I'm telling you I'm in a race for a million dollars, and that doesn't like make you move any faster, then you suck at your job as a cab driver.
2: Right. And again, like it's like Joel and Garrett. There are people. like, Well, they don't. They don't take it seriously. And, and I said at the beginning too. Well, you know, I, but I said it almost encouraging. I'm like they don't take it seriously. I, I couldn't do that, but it works for them. So shut the fuck up. Let them run the race the way they. And if they go out, they go out. Okay. They're <coughs> not going to blame anyone. They're not going to say, oh, they did it wrong. And it works. It works awesome.
0: How close do you? It worked for
2: Donnie and Oswald,
3: and I. And I loved the way Donnie and Oswald stayed laid back and did really well at the race a couple of times. I mean, it can't work for everybody, but it worked for them. It worked for us.
2: Right. James Earl had, a, had, to, had to have a specific conversation with his mother. His mother. If yeah. I went to my, mother, I, I wouldn't even go out of the airport if I went with my mother. But <laughs> and I went with a complete stranger, and we didn't argue at all. We had one thing when it was 112 degrees out, and she goes, "Get another partner, man." I go, "I don't want another partner," and that's why it worked for us so perfectly. But James Earl had to draw the line. He had to say it. And a couple of times, Diana had to go to Justin, and go, sign the fuck out, you hold on," and and that's what works for us my relationship with tara would never have worked with the way james earl did with his mother or justin did with his and the same with you guys we couldn't have been that laid back she need to she need to stick her hand up my ass and work me as a puppet a couple times
0: all right this couple qu- couple questions and i'll let you get back to your holiday party i know that you guys are, oh, have, right. are at a party and i genuinely appreciate you taking the time to join the show uh, so uh if they invited you back to do an All-Stars, but they promised you it was going to be a five times harder, every task would be the hardest task in Amazing Race history. Would you still go back?
3: That would motivate me to go back five times more.
4: Yes, I would Definitely. love to. It, it was a fantastic adventure, and I would love to have it again.
3: Yes, yeah. in, in a heartbeat. But what you said about the five times more just made it five times better. That's what I want. I want I want the challenges to, to – I want to – I want to feel in every leg like I did in that stupid rundown bike in India that took me to the limit to where I was blacking out and I couldn't even like I it, it took me physically to the edge. That's how I think the race should be and that's what I want. I mean, it's we can do it. We're up to we're up to that challenge. We're in our forties. Who cares? We can go do
0: that. Hey, I was in my forties on my race too. That's what And and people thought like Steve was probably sixty or seventy. Is that all the comments? Like, oh, he's gonna have a heart attack. It's like you don't have a heart attack from working out. You have a heart attack from eating the steaks that he probably eats. But not not all the heart. Not from working out or running. Um. So uh, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Uh, what I know that the, you did mention something that uh, something that you heard or. Uh, something that was mentioned on the races recap did come up uh, during the season. Did we see that part yet? Or is that coming up oh, next?
3: Well, I'm going to let you down and I'm really sorry about this, but yes, you, I, I said at the beginning that something from Justin did inspire me and it's not as cool as it sounds. And I'm, I wish I had something better for you, Justin, but here's the story on that. When we were picking out our clothing, I really liked your style of your baseball shirts, <laughs> and I thought that looked really cool on you. And that, and I picked out baseball shirts that we wore because of you specifically. And I, I know it sounds silly now, and I wish I could say that there was some bigger pearl no. of wisdom. And I've picked up, by the way, if 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 we ever got the chance to do this again, I've paid a lot more attention to your advice in the last year like we would take a one bag for example there's like there's a lot of things i've learned from watching you but in this instance, I was talking about the style. That's yeah, hey, I'll take it.
0: Whatever. I, I just I appreciate anything that this show can do to help somebody on the race, whether it's looking good or racing good. I'd prefer you to win the race because of something you heard here. But if if that's it, cool. I'll take it, man. Well, you are. You guys are absolutely what the Amazing Race is all about, and you guys are regular dudes from the center of America. You know, Idaho, middle, and you know. Your best buds in your forties showing you that people get your ass off the couch and apply. They're casting right now. There is no excuses. Just do it. Make the I do t- have one more one more for, thing
4: to say get before it. this is over. Um, I do have eyebrows. I know it doesn't look like it. <laughs> They're there. They're just very thin. I think, all, so
3: my, I think all my. all my hair growing
5: ability is down this mustache,
4: and I'm starting. My hair is thinning too. So. If you
5: guys want to make fun of something go ahead make fun of that the price you pay for the good mustache the hair just (laughs) travels.
0: never even noticed it to tell you the truth you get so focused (laughs) on your mustache i didn't even notice your eyebrows so (laughs) but he's he just can't get over the
3: fact that he has thin eyebrows i'll get it
2: no
0: i know women who would kill for those right Uh, so are you going to be at big al's in meridian or are you coming to new york we will be
3: in New York. Big Owl's in Meridian is still going to have a huge party without us. Our wives, will our be there.
4: spouses will be throwing the party here.
3: Yeah, we're just doing a quick trip to New York. It's going to be in on Tuesday, out on Thursday. But we're super excited to see all the teams
2: there, and well, to see
0: you guys too. I can't wait to meet you. Thank you so much, James Earl. Um, anything that you got before we say goodbye, Joey?
2: No, I just—it's been such a pleasure, and I, I'm going to secretly say I—I I, I hope you guys pull it out.
0: Joel Garrett, is there anything that you want to promote or anything that you want to say before we sign mm-hmm. off? Check
3: out YouTube. We got recaps. Oh yeah, and sorry. Recaps some over there, we got a lot of other stuff on there too. But YouTube, the channel is Joel Nert, J O E L N E R T, and it'll change your life.
0: I'll put it in the uh, description down below. And uh, he is a Pepsi fanatic. We didn't get into that, but we will uh, have them on again. I'm sure. You guys and are a future life coach. Oh. yeah. Smart is our calling, right? <laughs> you, you, you guys are part of the family and you're always welcome here. And anytime you want to promote something, talk about something, whatever, just feel free to reach out your family now. Thank you, you're dude. stuck with us <laughs> and to each and every one of you watching and taking the time out of your lives. I know time is the most valuable thing that you have and for you to spend any of that with us means the world, just a super fan. got to live his dream. And now I get to talk about it with some of my favorite people uh, and nerd out. So I'm glad that we could provide that for you. If you need anything from us, reach out. It's in the description down below. If you're doing holiday shopping, check out my eBay. I'd appreciate that. I love y'all. Miss y'all. See y'all next week for the finale. Later. (laughs) Oh, that was awesome. Joel Garrett. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks guys.